This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's get it. All football, all the time. You're listening to the best football show. Hosted by Elliot Sherparks. What's going on, everyone? My name is Elliot Shore Parks. Today is Tuesday, December 13th, and this is the best football show podcast, the place for the top news and opinion from myself and from the best of the best of Odyssey's football podcasts and radio stations. If you like what you hear today, please hit that subscribe button as it not only helps the show grow, but you leave your best NFL take with a five-star review. Any take, any player, any team, hit me with that five-star review, and I'll make sure to read it on an upcoming episode of the podcast. Today I want to talk about a decision a team in the AFC South has to make with their quarterback. It's not the Colts. Obviously the Jags know what they're doing. The Texans have a plan in place in terms of just finding a new quarterback through the draft. I'm talking about the Tennessee Titans. I think it's pretty clear at this point, after especially what happened last week in Jacksonville, and you look at what's been happening with them recently, that they need to bench Ryan Tannehill and go to Malik Willis. To be honest, this is a take I've had for a long time. Uh, I've had it since I saw the Eagles beat them. I've had it since I saw Malik Willis start against Kansas City. And frankly, I've had it watching Ryan Tannehill in the playoffs the last few years. Let's be honest about this situation. The Titans are not winning anything with Ryan Tannehill as their quarterback. And I know sometimes the responsibility of a quarterback can be inflated. When they win, it's always they were the best. And when they lose, it was always their fault. So I recognize that it's not all on Ryan Tannehill. But in Tennessee, it kind of is. The defense is really good. I know the secondary has some problems, but they're an elite level defense. The running game has been one of the best in the NFL over the last few years. And they've had one of the best, if not the best running backs in the NFL the last few years. They had AJ Brown last year. Didn't get anything done with him. They drafted Trey Lomberg. So I know it's been a bit of a disappointment, but certainly has potential. The bottom line is the Tennessee Titans are not winning because they do not have a good enough quarterback. We have seen that time and time again. They're a good regular season team that can win when, not saying there's no pressure because they've won big games, but they can't win the games that matter most. You look at the playoffs the last two years. At home, first game, out. Ryan Tannehill playing terribly in those games. His last two playoff games, two losses, 13 points scored in one, 16 points scored in another, two touchdowns to four interceptions. And again, the favorite in both games at home, Ryan Tannehill has been disastrous. So you look at what he's done this year. It's not just the playoffs. Tannehill has 13 passing touchdowns in 11 games to five interceptions. Last year, 21 touchdowns to 14 interceptions. So the past two years, they've gotten 34 touchdowns from him and 19 interceptions. That's not good. Not in today's NFL, not in a league where passing, you're given 
such a benefit in the passing game. The rules are bent to help the passing game. A lot of court, a lot of elite level quarterbacks that get paid what Ryan Tannehill is getting paid. They throw 34 touchdowns in a season, let alone two full seasons, and they certainly don't throw 19 touchdowns in two full inters, in two full seasons. If you're going to be Ryan Tannehill and you're going to win with the Titans and you're not going to be someone that makes spectacular plays, you at least need to take care of the ball. Like, point blank, period. If you're going to be a quarterback that is not going to carry them, you better never turn that ball over, right? Jalen Hurts last year in Philadelphia, he was not helping the passing game. He had to improve. Never turned the ball over last year. This year, he's improved tremendously as a passer. He's probably the NFL MVP. He's still taking care of the ball because they have a great defense. They have a great running game. They have great receivers. If Jalen takes care of the ball, the offense clicks, and you're seeing that in Philadelphia. Ryan Tannehill does not offer what um, do, does not offer what Jalen does as a runner. He does not offer what Jalen does, frankly, even as a passer at this point. And he certainly doesn't offer what Jalen does in terms of ball security. So if you're the Titans, you're seven and six. I know you're first place in the AFC South, but let's be real. You're not winning anything in the playoffs. At this point, all you're doing by making the playoffs is A, hurting your draft pick, and B, talking yourself into making a mistake, which will be bringing Ryan Tannehill back. They have a chance to move on from him this offseason and, and save money. They can cut him outright and save $17 million in cap space. Now, there's an $18 million uh, dead money hit, but as we've discussed on this pod, as we've seen with quarterbacks, only losing teams worry about dead money. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Eagles moved on from Carson Wentz, had 30-something million in dead money. They got a first-round pick back for him. The Falcons moved on from Matt Ryan. They got a third-round pick for him, and they had about $40 million in dead money. Teams don't hold on to quarterbacks simply because of dead money, at least not good ones. Plus, they save $17 million in cap space, which is a huge amount of money. They could sign a premier free agent with that money. They could sign multiple contributing players. But here's the most, most important reason they need to bench Ryan Tannehill. They've got to get a look at Malik Willis. And I'm not saying what you see of Malik Willis this year is what he's always going to be. I know coming from Liberty, he has some developing to do. I know the Titans probably don't view him as ready to go on the field and be a contributing player right off the bat. But you know what's not going to help Malik Willis? Sitting on the sideline. As you know, if you listen to the pod, I cover the Eagles full-time, so a lot of the views I have of the league can sometimes be shaped about my experiences in Philadelphia. And I know Malik Willis is not the prospect that Carson Wentz was. Carson was a number two overall pick. Malik Willis certainly was not that. But the Eagles in 2016... They didn't play Sam Bradford. They traded Sam Bradford. They put Carson in. They gave him that experience. He had a full year under his belt. And then in 2017, he was a much better player because he had 16 games of experience. He had a full offseason having him played and knowing what he needed to improve on. And he took that big leap in 2017. Jalen Hurts got really um, right around where it was where it was last season is now in terms of when he was made the starter 
Sorry, I really butchered, but butchered that statement. What I'm saying is last year, the Eagles benched Carson right around December. It would be the same right now with Malik Willis. So Jalen got right around the same amount of time last year as a starter that Willis would this year. Last year, Jalen, uh, in 2020, I should say. In 2020, Jalen got uh, you know four or five games as a starter. It made him better. He got that good experience. Now he got a new coaching staff, which, which matters. But experience matters in the NFL. Point blank period. The most important thing in the NFL in developing young players players is not coaching them up it's not you know having great teammates all those things help what matters is getting them on the field and getting them playing time the most valuable thing for young players is playing time so I don't know if Malik Willis is the answer I don't I don't know if he can develop into a premier uh, starting quarterback I don't know if he can be good enough where uh, he can win with this Titans defense and running game but here's what I do know about Malik Willis he has a higher ceiling than Ryan Tannehill Ryan Tannehill's ceiling is there we know what it is it's an average-ish NFL quarterback that's not good enough come playoff time. And for what it's worth, when they've played Malik Willis this year, it's not exactly been disastrous. They they um, beat the Houston Texans, albeit didn't score a ton of points, scored 17 points. And they went to Kansas City and were competitive. Now, Malik Willis did not throw the ball a ton in those games. He has 26 total attempts in those two games. So at, at the end of the day, it's not like he's out there slinging it and getting a ton of experience throwing the ball. But that experience of going to Kansas City, playing the Chiefs close, almost winning is going to be huge for his development going to the going to Houston again didn't throw it a ton but getting a win there winning his first start that matters Malik Willis is when he plays gets to go through a lot of firsts and the bottom line is as long as Ryan Tannehill is on the field the Titans are just kicking the can down the road and they're just delaying the inevitable of when they're eventually going to Malik Willis the other part of this is if you play Malik Willis for the last five games of the season let's say he does get you in the playoffs he does get playoff experience then you have better sense of what you have in him if you don't play Malik Willis at all this year besides the two games he played I know you have a sense from being behind the scenes but that's not always really what matters I mean the Eagles love Jalen Hurts the person they were very into like what he brought to the locker room and his work ethic and all those things they had Jalen Hurts start all last year for them and they still were not sure he was the guy but you hold on to someone you give them that that experience you give them a chance to prove themselves and look what happened with Jalen I'm not saying Malik Willis can take that type of jump next year, but I do know one thing. The Titans have gone as far as they can with Ryan Tannehill. The Ryan Tannehill era should be over in Tennessee. And the quickest way to move on from that is to go to Malik Willis, see what he has, give him some give him some experience in these big games, see how he helps the running game with his legs, see if he's smarter with the ball than maybe Ryan Tannehill will be. And if you get a playoff game, see how he plays in it. And then this offseason, you can go back and look and say, okay, we, we know we're going to move on from Ryan Tannehill because that's obviously the smart thing to do. But what do we have in Malik Willis? And if you let Malik Willis play these games, I think you have a better understanding of who he is. You can make a more informed decision this offseason, and you can get this team out of where they are, which is essentially the, a fake pretender. They're in it. They make the playoffs. They're never actually going to win. They'll never be high enough to draft a great player. This is what they need to do. They need to move on from Ryan Tannehill. They need to put Malik Willis in there, see what they have in him, and make a better informed decision. Hopefully win some games for you this year, but make a better informed decision moving forward about what you're going to have to do with the most important position and the position that's going to take you out from being a team that just wins in the regular season. Figure out what they can do at quarterback. And I think the first step is moving on from Ryan Tannehill. This has been the latest edition of the Best Football Show podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please hit that subscribe button if you like what you hear, and make sure you leave that five-star review as it helps the show grow. So thanks again for listening, and I'll talk to you guys on Tuesday.